Okay, boys and girls, it's now time for Treks in Sci-Fi with the star of the show, the Geek Meister himself, Rico. Hello, folks. This is Rico, and you're listening to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. Actually, podcast episode 386 for May 27th, 2012. This week, we're going to have a little bit more uh, laid-back kind of... uh, relaxed uh, they're always relaxed right uh, podcast but uh, the the main topic uh, is going to be talking a little bit about the Motor City Comic Con convention that I went to last weekend but I frankly don't have a huge amount to say about it and uh, I'll get into that more when I get, I get to the podcast I did go for one of the days for a short time but uh, I'll, I'll talk more about that shortly. But I'm going to talk about some other things, some recent movies, uh, some things going on on television, Trek news, uh, and uh, a few other details of, of just little tidbits and sort of a grab bag show this week. It probably won't be as long as normal as well. Also, uh, later on today, uh, Lynn and I are going out for kind of a day of adventure, and uh, I'll probably say something about that too on the podcast shortly here on Treks in Sci-Fi. Welcome to the podcast Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. With Rico Dusty, not special guests. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise, Enterprise, Enterprise. It's continuing mission. Well, again, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Hope everyone's doing great. Uh, It is Memorial Day weekend, a long three-day weekend here in the United States. Memorial Day is tomorrow, and, uh, you know, this is the day that uh, we celebrate all of, uh, you know, people that have served in the military over the years and in memory of them, uh, the ones that are uh, still with us and the ones that are not. uh, And uh, my father, um, who passed away when I was young, uh, he was in the army in Korea, so it, uh, this uh, this day always kind of makes me, or this weekend always kind of makes me think of him a bit uh, more. So, uh, so anyway, the uh, you know it's nice to have a extra day off work, and uh, later on, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, Lynn and I are going out today. We're going to um, we're going to do <laughs> this is kind of like that movie Meet the Parents. Uh, my older son Stephen has. Uh, uh, pretty steady girlfriend. In fact, they've been living together now for a while. And, uh, you know, he's graduated from college, has a job, a full-time job, and, uh, you know, pretty much moved out, grown up and all. So, um, you know, he's got a, a, a real nice girl named Marcy. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned that before on the podcast. I think I may have at one point in time, maybe around the holidays when they were here for a visit. But anyway, what we're going to go off and do today later on, I know this is this is gripping geeky stuff, <laughs> but Lynn and I are going to go meet uh, her parents. 
they have a, a little house on an island in Lake Saint Lake, excuse me, Lake Saint Clair, uh, just a little ways off uh, the, the. Do you call it the coast? You know, off Michigan in Lake Saint Clair. Uh, anyway, it, it's on this place called Harsons Island. I guess they have a nice little. Uh, vacation spot there that they go to and they have invited us uh actually they invited us for the whole weekend i don't know i thought that would really turn into a meet the parents a movie uh, so we're just going for the day uh for probably about half the day gonna leave around lunchtime and be back this evening so uh, it should be fun uh and uh it's uh They've, uh, you know, Stevens kind of briefed us on the <laughs> them, and you know, I don't know why I keep laughing. I guess it's because it seems kind of funny to do it in a way. Uh, you know, it's just the 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 idea of meeting my uh, my son's girlfriend's parents. You know, my they're they're not Marcy and Steven are not engaged, although they're you know it's pretty darn close to that, I'd say, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, so we're gonna go meet them, and I guess her she's got a couple of brothers that are gonna be there, and. I guess there are significant others. Neither one is married. I think one's engaged. So, uh, so this should be fun. Uh, it'll be something kind of different, and uh, and that. So uh, we're going to do that later on. So try to whip out the podcast here. Probably won't post it until either late this evening, uh, after we get back, or even perhaps tomorrow on Memorial Day. Depends on what, how late we get back tonight and how much energy I have left, and and that, and uh, how much drinking I want to do. Then, no, <laughs> just kidding. Rico doesn't drink that much, does he? Uh, just an occasional beer, a rare beer, or uh, maybe a hard lemonade. Uh, I, you know, I do go beyond the green tea from time to time. So, I guess this is going to sort of turn into the, you know, a personal podcast to a degree this week, but not completely. We've got other things to talk about, uh, some geeky topics and news, TV shows winding down for the season, other things related to uh, Trek, and uh, a little convention talk too. And one thing I want to talk about besides the Motor City Comic Con later on is I'm going to give people kind of a little rundown an update of what conventions are, are going to be happening over the summer. It's things you may have in your neck of the woods where you live and maybe you get a chance to go see some stars and celebrities and Trek uh, people and Star Wars people and whoever. Uh, we've got the big ones, of course, that happen like Motor, not Motor City Comic Con. That It's pretty big around here, but uh, the San Diego Comic Con, the the mother of all conventions for geeks uh, out in at the end of July in San Diego, California. And, of course, there's Dragon Con around Labor Day weekend down in Atlanta. That's another big one. And there's another um, another Star Wars uh, convention celebration. I think it's six that they're up to. That's down in the Orlando area. I believe that's in August. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in August. I listened to Star Wars Action News and they're going and have been talking about it. I'm not sure when in August. I think it's sort of towards the end of August like in the, you know, the 20s, something. But you can find that out all online if you were interested. So, uh, But we're going to talk some more about other conventions and other things on today's podcast. I thought I would start off, though, with talking about some of the recent season-ending uh, finales that have happened on some of the geek shows. I wanted to uh, run down, uh, and I'm not going to give away really spoilers. I know some people may not have had a chance to see these things yet, but it'll just be kind of my general impressions uh, of, of where things went for the season and uh, and how they ended up in the last episode. And, uh, and the shows I'm going to be talking about, I think, are all coming back. So that's a good thing for Although there are uh, a couple that won't be back, some things that are not going to be back, and we'll talk a little bit about that, too, here in a moment after a short break here on uh, Treks in Sci-Fi. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. 
Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Okay, uh, first up, let's talk a little bit about uh, the this, this series Once Upon a Time. I, I was very pleased with this series for the first season overall. I thought it was uh, it was well thought out, well put together. Uh, uh, it uh, It's a nice little fantasy fairy tale type uh, series and story. The actors are good, uh, and uh, they have a, a pretty good... They do a good job on the effects. I, 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 I see sometimes where it looks a little... You know, occasionally, like, uh, you can see it's definitely green screen work when they're in, like, these castles and occasionally things like that that happen. Uh, but uh, overall, uh, really well done. Uh, they, they do some outdoor stuff, especially. I have to look up where this is filmed because sometimes when they're out in the woods and outdoor things, it looks really good. I really like that. Uh, you know, and they're on horseback and, and for different parts of the uh, show. But the last episode of the season uh, was really good, and uh, lots happened. I'm not going to say too much, and it ended in kind of a cliffhanger kind of style thing. It's it's definitely done well in the ratings. It will be back next year, so that's all good. And uh, I I'd like to hear uh, you know what other people think. Uh, you know, send me some voice uh, comments and whatever. I'm always willing to play those about uh, you know TV, movies, books, whatever you guys want to talk about a review and and mention but uh let me know what you think about the series um and one way actually you can do that a new way i i should have mentioned this earlier i was going to mention at the very beginning of the podcast and now we're almost 10 minutes eight minutes in and i didn't uh there is a new treks in sci-fi facebook group yes i finally broke down <laughs> i i think uh you know there a lot of podcasters put up facebook groups or pages. I, I think the group is a better way to do it. Uh, other people suggested that, so I, I think it's uh, it's the way to go. Uh, it gets better interaction and things, and other people can post that are in your group. And uh, but uh, I, you know, I've created treksinsci-fi.com many years ago. Even even before I started the podcast, I had treksf.com. And then I also uh, created and, and grabbed treksinsci-fi.com when I really got going on the podcast. So there's a good site over there with stories and articles I put up on the main page. Uh, there's a big forum, a community that I've mentioned many times. You've heard many of the voices, uh, our regular forum members on on guests on the podcast. So because of all of that, I, you know, there's a pretty good online group and presence going. I didn't want to dilute that. I didn't want to create this Facebook thing and have everyone run over there and just use that. But, you know, other people pointed out to me, and this I always knew was true, that, you know, there's quite a few people that listen to the show that are not on the forum, that don't visit the site, but might like to participate a little bit, but are probably on Facebook. Because pretty much, truthfully, frankly, 
you know, who isn't on Facebook uh, these days, except for my wife, Lynn, who, who refuses to join. <laughs> she just thinks it's, uh, she doesn't like it. And it, it, a lot of it has to do with her being a high school teacher and, and, and how much she sees how many problems and conflicts of kids who are in high school coming in and saying, you said this about me on Facebook yesterday. But anyway, uh, because of a lot of things, and uh, I also didn't want to have to repost and have lots of extra work to do by creating a Facebook group. But I did about a week ago, last weekend, I, I made one. You, if you just go to um, facebook.com slash groups slash sci-fi, those are all forward slashes. But if you're a Facebook user, you're probably well, well aware of this. Or if you just search in Facebook for Trexin Sci-Fi, you should find the group. And if you're not a member yet, I, we'd love to have you. So just uh, request to join the group, and I will add you as soon as possible. The other thing that I wanted to do because of this, or the other reason that I was doing it, was I would get uh, people wanting to add me, me to you know add a friend uh, request to my uh, own account on Facebook, which is all I have. I don't really have one per se, for Trex and Sci-Fi until this, but I would have one for myself with friends, family, and things like that, and I was trying to keep it sort of separate. You know, I've got good friends I've met on the forum that are friends on Facebook, too, but for people who are just sort of casual, uh, you know, acquaintances that don't really either interact uh, either on the forum or whatever and wanted to friend me on Facebook that I don't really know who they are that much, I figured a Facebook group would be great for them for uh, to participate in, in posting things up and, and commenting on, on different shows that we do for the, for the podcast and, and so forth. So without all that or, you know, a lot of explanation, I guess, there, but you can see, I guess I wanted to say that there were reasons why I didn't do it for so long, and but I think now I'm pretty comfortable with doing it, and I think it was probably a good idea. People seem to be enjoying it so far. So join the Facebook group. There's a link also, if you forget all this, just go to treksandsci-fi.com, and there's a big old link on kind of the right side there to join Facebook group, and it'll take you right to the place that you need to be, and just, like I said, send in a request, and I usually get to those once a day at least, I'll look and add anyone who wants to add and join us on Facebook. So sorry for the uh, divergence from the talk of uh, Once Upon a Time. So the uh, yeah, I thought that they ended the season really well, really strong, and I'm very much looking forward to the next season, season two, to come on uh, next year. So uh, so that'll be good. The other show that I was going to mention is uh, is Fringe. And, uh, you know, I'm really happy. They got lucky, I think, in a way. It's going to be coming back for... Uh, for another 13-episode uh, season, and uh, again, a great finale. I thought that they did a lot of things, a lot of interesting things. I really liked the way this season went. It was a very interesting season, and and I know this sounds kind of generic that I'm, I'm talking, but I, I don't want to give anything away if people haven't caught up on this yet. Uh, I think if you're not watching, if you're a, a geeky fan of, of TV and movies and you're not, you've not watched Fringe, you're really missing out. This has been to me, the last few years, one of the best, uh, you know, sci-fi type series and geeky shows on the air, if not the, the best, perhaps. Uh, it is just got a great cast, great stories, uh, and, and you really feel for the characters, too. You really get involved and, you know, care about them and everything. So uh, so check out Fringe and, uh, and, and let me know what you think, and uh, I think you will enjoy it. Uh, Eureka is back also and uh, for its last season on the Sci-Fi Channel. And that's good, and uh, I, I'm going to miss it when it's gone because the Sci-Fi Channel seems to be going through some changes at this point. We are getting um, some new stuff over the summer. Warehouse 13 will be back. 
uh, and uh, and that's going to be fun to see. But they also, I just learned yesterday that the the TV uh, series on Sci-Fi Channel called Sanctuary that's had four seasons is being canceled. Is not going to come back for a fifth season. They kind of ended it in a good spot, though. I mean, it, it kind of got to a point where they could end it. It wasn't really left with a huge cliffhanger. I am going to miss the series. I think that the series was really good, uh, a lot of fun, and uh, I'm going to miss seeing it uh, each week. And uh, Amanda Tapping and the other actors on that show, especially the guy that played Tesla, I just thought he was a, a hoot. Yeah, who says that, a hoot? He's a hoot. <laughs> he was just great. I, I loved that uh that character and, and everything. So, uh, so that's, uh, and, and yeah, I noticed they, they have all those series. I don't know about the last season, but they're all out on Blu-ray too, which is, which is cool. That's nice to see. So, uh, that's, um, that's cool. And, uh, I'm going to enjoy that. Oh, another show that I wanted to just briefly mention, I am still watching game of Thrones, although season two, I, I, I have a little trouble with season two. It's, it's, it's it's a grim series. It's always been kind of a grim series, and I and I know people. Oh, speaking of that, I got to talk about grim too. That ended in a pretty big cliffhanger. Uh, but but Game of Thrones, it, you know, when I started watching it, I thought, oh, there's going to be this cool epic kind of fantasy series, maybe a little Lord of the Rings like that's going to come on uh, HBO, and they can do you know all kinds of uh, of neat things on it because hey, it's a it's a cable TV series. And they can show, of course, that which they do on the show just about, well, maybe not every week, but, you know, nudity. Uh, there isn't really much language because of uh, the setting, I think. They don't use, you know, there's no modern curse words very often. But I just find the show kind of depressing to watch. It, it, it's it, it, There's just so many bad things that keep happening to these poor, some of these people uh, over and over again. And, yeah, there's a big war going on or wars on various fronts and all the characters seem to be pretty much out for themselves in a way. Although there's a few good characters, a few characters that I have respect for and seem to have some integrity. Uh, Rob Stark is one. Uh, I think Tyrion Lannister is, he, he sort of has a good heart, uh, you know, deep down. He, he definitely manipulates people and things, but he, you know, I think it's always um, justified to a degree. Uh, but but just so many bad things happen, and I'm waiting for some of these bad people to kind of get their butts handed to them and get some payback, uh, but it hasn't really happened yet, and, and it's, uh, I don't know, the first season I, I, I got through, there was some pretty big things on that season even that were hard to handle, but but this year it just seems like week after week. I mean, come on, people. You know, somebody somebody, you know, get some, you know, character and honor and do something, do the right thing. And uh I I just I don't know. Uh, I'm going to still watch it the rest of this season and uh, you know, people on the forum have told me it just gets even worse. Uh and I'm like, if you were reading a book like this, I don't know, if I was reading a book like uh I don't know if I would keep reading them. I mean, I, I, I guess it's interesting and, and stuff, but maybe people can comment in and send me something or write some more on the forum to, to change my mind. But, I mean, I've read a lot of fantasy books, watched a lot of fantasy TV and movies over the years. I mean, I'm not, just, this, isn't, this isn't my only taste of this stuff. So, so I feel like I have some perspective to a degree. And it's not like I, I, I need every week and every story to be a happy ending, but there needs to be a balance, you know, a balance in the force. And and the the bad is is so much outweighing the good so far. I'm I'm just I'm just frankly having having trouble with it because of hey, is this entertainment? I work all day, work pretty hard, come home, sit down and want to watch uh, you know the latest episode and 
and it's like it's it's almost a chore so I, I guess I'm talking myself into we'll see how the season ends out and I'll decide then whether I'll, I'll continue to watch now I'm not a, a, a I've not read these books you know I've heard from people that say that they've if you've read the books you may be enjoying the series more they have changed some things I've heard so I don't know it's uh it's difficult to say but uh but you know tell me what you guys think about Game of Thrones and how that's going for uh for this uh, season for you if you're a, a reader of the books or even not. Uh, I think I'm going to take a break. Uh, I'm going to get a little drink of tea here. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about some Trek news, uh, and I'm going to talk some about Battleship. I saw Battleship last weekend, uh, and during this break, I think I'm going to play a little clip from a new movie that just came out over Memorial Day for all of us to go see in the geeky uh, realm of things. The men the situation don't worry oh no i'm worried very worried the mystery okay has been involved in some sort of time travel what the mission send me back to 1969 to save my partner okay how do you know my name i'm an agent of men in black but i'm from the future and there's an invasion coming so we need to go right now all right men in black three rated pg-13 all right, yeah, that was a uh, TV spot there for the Men in Black 3 movie that is out now in theaters. Uh, I'm going to try to see this uh, soon, maybe maybe tomorrow if I get a chance to on uh, Memorial Day. But uh, it looks like a lot of fun. I enjoyed the other movies, especially the first one. I, I think it's a cool concept. And the, the two leads uh, with uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, and you've got the addition of Josh Brolin doing his you know, young version of Tommy Lee Jones in this movie. Uh, it looks, looks really fun, looks great, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Trek uh, and some Trek news. Of course, and if I haven't uh, said this before, the movie, the, the next movie from J.J. Abrams and company has finished a shooting. Uh, we are still, uh, have not gotten a lot of info. We haven't gotten an official title for it. We have, uh, you know, it's going to be coming out next May. So we're, hey, we're less than a year away now. <laughs> And there is a fly flying around down here in the Rico cave, which annoys me to no end. So uh, all the bugs are out because it's summertime. Uh, we've had some pretty warm weather already here. Uh, and it's supposed to be pushing 90, I think, for Memorial Day. So it, it's unusual to be that warm uh, already uh, in Michigan at this time of year. And there's your weather report from, from this area. <laughs> Um, but they have finished the movie, at least filming. I guess they're going to do some maybe some second unit stuff still in a few other places, like uh, I heard maybe in Iceland. Which, speaking of, I was talking about Game of Thrones earlier. I will have to say, the movie or the, that movie and not movie TV series is filmed in some pretty cool locations, especially this season. They have been doing some filming up in Iceland to uh, to show the the uh, the part where the guys are up and uh, past the wall with uh with uh, john snow it's john snow right that's his name um uh, yeah that's uh, and they're gonna do some maybe some filming up there in iceland for the next star trek movie uh and some second unit stuff i guess so that's cool uh they've uh they finished we're not we still haven't again got a lot of details no name of the movie no official story you know rough idea of the story or anything like that i i um you know i've i've mentioned a couple of episodes back i believe uh, what the rumors were saying, and I'm not going to say again what those were until we get officially, you know, some official news about that. Uh, I think there's, uh, well, it, I think it's going to be that way. I think it's going to be what I had said, but until something official comes out, I think we're just going to hold off. So, 
But other Trek uh, news, a few other little tidbits. I'm scanning over trekmovie.com and a few other sites this morning. They uh, they have officially set a date for the release of the first uh, Star Trek Next Generation Season 1 on Blu-ray. Yes, for all of us who have bought, uh, you know, maybe even uh, did they... They did release those on VHS tape, didn't they, at one point, I think? Did they? Probably. I never bought VHS of them, but I did record them off the air on VHS when Next Gen was was regularly running each week. Uh, and then I bought the DVDs, of course. And now you can buy Blu-ray, starting uh, with Season 1. They have that little sampler set out already. And the quality looks looks great. And, you know, they've gone back to the film archives and recreated these episodes. Uh, so the, the quality is going to be really, really good. And kind of similar what they did with, with TOS. But anyway, on July 24th, I guess, is the release date for Season 1 in, in high def on Blu-ray. That'll be uh, for U.S., Canada, U.K., Germany, I think. Uh, that covers the areas for the, that, that date. Uh, it looks like it's right now targeted. It's it's pretty expensive, I have to say. I'm hoping it'll it, even as before the release date that we'll have some discounts that will pop up. Uh, Walmart actually online has it for seventy eight dollars in the U S. Uh, it looks like it's about ninety dollars for for one season on um, Amazon, and I think that's a little a little. I know they did a lot on these, but I think that's a little extreme even for an initial price. You can buy most season, uh, uh, a single season on Blu-ray these days. I don't think I see much past about $40. And okay, I'll give them a little bit of extra. I think the 75-ish range for the U.S. for, for Walmart is about right, but 90 for Amazon, that, that's, a, that's a bit pushing it. I mean, I'd love to be able to get it for about 50 I think that would be great. So I'm going to kind of wait. I I, I, I I don't know. I might go the 78 or whatever at Walmart, but... I certainly won't go 90 on Amazon for it. I know other people are, are a little bugged by the price, so we'll see how this all works out. I, I, I guarantee it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be cheaper once it comes out. Uh, a month or two after it comes out, I guarantee it'll probably be half the price it is now or so or, or even lower. But uh, And by the time like the holidays next, you know, the end of this year's holiday season comes, it'll probably be discounted down to like 30 bucks or something. So no real word on how often these are going to come out, how, how fast they're going to push out each season. I, I'm sure it depends a little bit about how quickly and how well this sells, uh, which which I'm just saying, hey, if you can drop the price some, you're going to sell a lot more and you're actually going to make more money, people. So figure that out. You know, movie theaters too, you know, 10 bucks for a movie. I bet if it was seven or eight, I bet you'd sell more tickets and it would compensate for the higher price. But that's just my opinion on things. I think they start to charge too much for stuff and eventually it gets to the point where people just don't do it. Or they find alternatives in there. <laughs> if you look online, there's alternatives to finding and buying, you know, r r your content yourself. And I won't say any more about that. But uh, uh, but anyway, I am excited about getting it on Blu-ray. Uh, it'll just be a matter of time when I buy it. But uh, so we've got that to look forward to, uh, you know, coming up pretty soon. Uh, Leonard Nimoy has been a lot in the news. He gave a... Um, uh, uh, a commencement address uh, at Boston University at the College of Fine Arts there recently. And, uh, you know, he popped up. Well, he's popped up on television recently. Let me just say that uh, in a couple of uh, shows. So, uh, well, it was on Big Bang Theory in a way not too long ago and on also on Fringe again. So uh, so that, uh, you know, he hasn't quite completely retired. <laughs> um 
And there's a lot of convention appearances that these guys, the Star Trek stars, are going to be making. And I'll talk about that here in a few moments. Uh, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and, and just lots of celebrities to see over the coming months uh, at uh, different conventions around the country, around the world, and so forth. Oh, one thing I was going to say earlier about uh, since they finished wrapping the uh, the next Star Trek movie is Zachary Quinto, who, of course, plays uh, Spock on, on that film and in the last one. He uh he just he put a post up. <laughs> he 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 finally cut his his Spock hair off. I guess people maybe didn't realize it, but the 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 Spock hairdo that Zachary has in these movies in the first uh, one by JJ from 2009 and the next one, that's actually his hair. It's not a wig. That is his hair cut in the Spock type style and styled and and you know, you know, slicked down or whatever they got to do to to keep it in that little bowl you know, uh, Mo Howard kind of look, uh, for Spock. Uh, but that is Zachary Quinton's real hair there. So, uh, and, and he has this, uh, picture that he put up of just like dark hair laying on the floor of, uh, you know, showing he, he cut it all off. He, he shaves his eyebrows to get the, uh, you know, the eyebrow thing for Spock and, and it's his own hair. It's not a wig. So he, he put up a post and saying the movie's over, I'm done and shaved off his Spock hairdo. So if you see any new pictures of him recently, maybe at a convention or something, I don't know if he's doing any cons anytime soon, but he's probably got a real short uh, haircut, uh, it probably. And uh, so that, uh, you know, he finally, he shed his Spock locks. The Spock locks are gone. Um, but uh, what else do we got to talk about uh, related to Trek? Oh, there's a, a cool, fun game, it looks like, that... Uh, that was put out. Uh, it's called Red Shirts. It's kind of a card game thing. Uh, it's obviously inspired by the TOS Red Shirts. You can find it over at uh, thinkgeek.com, uh, and it's only $20. It looks like a lot of fun. There's some great artwork on these cards, too, as well. Uh, so I think I might have to pick up this uh, Red Shirt game. Just just for the artwork, almost, it is, uh, it is pretty fun and pretty cool-looking, so uh, check out that. Oh, sort of track related and related to TV and JJ Abrams there is a new uh, sci-fi show coming out uh, from coming from JJ Abrams and, and company this um, this fall and uh, it looks pretty good I'm trying to think of the oh the name of its revolution and you can see a preview for it over on YouTube and it's sort of an uh, end of the world scenario uh, situation again. But what happens is all the electronics and electricity in the world basically all die out at once. So, so there is no electricity. Nothing electronic works anymore. I guess batteries are even not working. Which I, I have a when I saw the preview and read about this, I had a hard time with the battery thing because batteries aren't really well. They're a chemical process, and and you know chemistry is chemistry. So. I, I have a hard time understanding how batteries all of a sudden stop working. I can see generating electricity, you know, possibly a way for that to stop in, in a way. But the, but in electrical devices, you know, I can see somehow something happening. EMP devices, you know, they always talk about those in, in movies and TV. Uh, but uh, but batteries? Really? Batteries? Uh, but anyway, it's it's sort of an end of the world scenario, uh, and people have sort of society's broken down, that kind of thing. It looks like a good cast, and it's a big cast, and, and it looks like the time frame is is some years later, maybe fifteen, ten or fifteen years later, 
is when the series takes place. So it's like, okay, all the electricity and, and electrical devices stopped. And then 15 years later, 10 or 15 years later, that's when the series kind of starts and picks up. So they, they get you to the point where you can see things have kind of broken down and buildings and everything's kind of fallen apart and people have had to sort of figure out new ways to survive and, and go on. So uh, that's in the fall uh, to look forward to uh, on, uh, I'm not sure what network that one's going to be on is it nbc i'm not sure i'd have to look uh but it doesn't matter you'll find it so revolution is what it's called all right now it's time for a break and then we'll come back and finally talk about sort of the main topic a little bit about motor city comic con and my experiences there this year and the past years a little bit and, and a rundown of other conventions uh hopefully in your area coming up this summer of 2012 in in the, the geeky world of fandom this is Dominic Keating, Malcolm Reed, Lieutenant to you at the Motor City Comic Con. Just wanted to say, uh, keep on listening to Tricks in Sci-Fi. All right, the Motor City Comic Con 2012 happened uh, over last weekend, May 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, and actually, in Novi, Michigan is where it takes place, not in Detroit. Uh, there, you know, Detroit has certain events, but uh, actually. A lot of events uh, in the Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Tri-County, they call it area, don't really happen in Detroit. So I've gone to this convention and talked about it on the podcast, even done video podcasts of it in the past for uh, several years now. And uh, it's always a lot of fun. They get uh, they get a mix of celebrities, artists, other people uh, as, as guests there uh, to do the show. This year, they didn't get what I thought uh, was really really big names they got a, they got a few i'll run down kind of who was there this year uh, but they got uh, a lot of uh, sort of secondary and what you know actors to a degree and um, so i didn't get uh, much i didn't get i didn't take video of anything i took a little audio of uh, of one panel I, well let me step back a little bit i went on saturday i usually go on saturday uh, and uh, got a press pass, got in, everything. Lots of people I noticed. It was a really nice day out, although, and I, sometimes I thought the nicer days would keep people away. They would be out at the beach or doing whatever, and instead it brought a lot of people there. It was about an 80, mid-80s day, and there were a lot of people there, a lot more people than I've seen sometimes in, in recent years at the Motor City Comic Con. So, um, so I got in, and... Uh, and just kind of walked around, got a feel for the place, what was going on, when the times the different panels were. Saturday, they didn't really have a lot of people speaking that I needed or wanted to talk to uh, at, at all or wanted to hear from. I did go to one panel. They had Sean Patrick Flannery, and uh, if those uh, out there don't know that name, he was Indiana on or Indy on the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. And he's done a lot of other things. He's done the Boondock Saints movies. He's done kind of what I call some more B-movie B types of things. He'll turn up on movies on the Sci-Fi Channel now and then. Uh, I think he's a solid actor. I'd like to see him get more exposure. I think he's good, and uh, I think he's uh, he's a fun guy. And uh, But I, I went to the uh, panel, actually ran into um, Hal, uh, Hal 2000, or Hal 2001, I'm not sure which his handle is, on the forum. Uh, but I, I ran into him after uh, he recognized me, I guess, and I ran into him and his wife at the convention uh, after the panel with Sean Patrick Flannery and some other guests that they had. Uh, and I recorded some audio. I had my little mini recorder with me and just clicked it on, my little Sony mini recorder, uh, about the size of, a, I don't know, uh, 
I don't know, it's small. It's about one inch by three inches. So it's pretty inconspicuous. And I can just leave it on my lap and click it on. But the problem was Sean Patrick Flannery has, uh, let's just say every other word was a curse word when he was talking. He seemed pretty pumped up. I don't know, maybe he had too many Red Bulls or something like that. But And he's a funny guy and a nice, seemed like a nice guy. But I would have had to, to keep the podcast kind of clean if I wanted to play some of that talk. Uh, I would have had to bleep every other word just about, and he, and he kind of dominated the panel and spoke a lot and had some pretty fun stories to talk about his time. Uh, a little bit about uh, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, but mostly about Boondock Saints and other things and other projects he's done. So uh, you can find, I, I was looking this morning, there is a, um, there is some video up from, if you search for Motor City Comic Con 2012 on YouTube, there's quite a few videos up, and there is a little bit of Sean Patrick Flannery's uh, panel talk on there. And you will see, because uh, he has this funny story about Willem Dafoe uh, when they did a movie together. And uh, it, it's pretty funny, but it's a little, like I said, a little uh, PG-13 at least or more. So uh, if you want to see that, I, I figured I would just mention, instead of trying to bleep and put some of this stuff on the podcast itself i'll just say if you're interested go to youtube search for motor city comic con 2012 and you will find some of this stuff but they had other uh guests as well they had uh sam witwer who was on battlestar galactica and in the last couple of seasons i've been watching him on this uh, terrific u.s version of the tv series being human he's uh he's on there and i i do have their I'm going to sort of uh, appropriate and play a little of, um, there's a group called the Gorgeous Geeks, uh, these women who do interviews, and they're a kind of local group, I believe, uh, and anyway, they did some interviews with some of the celebrities like Sam Witwer, and they also had uh, an interview with uh, Colin Ferguson, excuse me, Colin Ferguson, who plays, of course, Jack Carter on Eureka. And uh, I'm going to play a little snippet from from each of those for you now. I may come back and comment in between. Uh, but anyway, here's a little bit of Sam Witwer, who uh, plays Aiden on Being Human, from, uh, and this is him talking at the Motor City Comic Con uh, last weekend uh, here in uh, Novi, Michigan. Or, you know, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now I have to, you have to talk about the beard. The beard. Let's talk about the beard. What would you like to know about the beard? Why are you growing it? Uh, work. For being human? Could be. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> We're going back to work in about three weeks. So, yeah. Now, uh, what was your favorite moment of the whole season, this past season? You know, I really enjoyed, there was an episode called uh, Dream Reaper. And uh, it was, what I liked about it was that it was everything that I that I like about the show. It was like, it was sad, it was tense, but then it was also really funny. And that's, that's really what I like the best, is doing the funny stuff. Um, and hopefully, I think we're going to have a lot more room for that for Aiden this year, even though there's a lot of consequences that we have to sort through in terms of what happened in the second season. There's going to be some things that come back to haunt him from the second season, in terms of bad choices that he's made. But at the same time, he's going to be around a lot more uh, people, a lot more humans, which, which allows for... I mean, I think the character's better when he's around people anyway. You know, he's, he wants to be like them, but he also could eat them. And, you know, he's sadder and he's funnier and he's more charming, but he's also more dangerous. And he's just all the things that we like about the character, but just more so. So he's going to be around more people. And, and that, you know, should give some comedic opportunity as well as, you know, hopefully be dramatically tense. 
I, I have to say that my favorite moments in the show is when you guys like just hanging out at the table, you know, when, oh my goodness, when you, when Aiden sucks Josh's blood, that was, that was funny and horrific yeah. at the same time. Exactly. Right. It's, it was that type of thing that made us like that episode so much right. because, and, and especially since we had to spend time together because we didn't get to spend a lot of time together this season. And that's another thing that in the third season, the three characters are going to be around each other a lot more. So that's, we're really looking forward to that because we just like hanging out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell because your chemistry is just there on the show. It's, it's, it was something that they asked us to tone down in the first season. Well, you know, because they hire three actors because they want to know that the three actors can play off each other, right? But, but they, were, uh, they were keen to point out that, like, look, these characters have just met each other. And it doesn't make any sense for them to have all this comedic timing. It would seem like a sitcom. You know, they meet each other and then they start joking and that doesn't make any sense. So they, they said, you know, look, we're on episode six or seven, then you can do whatever you want, but don't, don't do it yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, since you guys have a ball clearly on the show, and you must have it off the set as well, uh, what about bloopers? Like, what's the funniest thing that's happened? God, I mean, you know, any number of things. We're always laughing on that set. And, the, uh, you know, at some point, maybe someone will make one of our gag reels public. I mean, we think they're hilarious. I don't know if anyone else would think, but we're just sitting there laughing at ourselves being idiots so yeah okay. all right and christina asked me this before but i want to ask you again yeah so that's a bit of uh the gorgeous geeks uh interviewing uh sam whitwer from being human also was on battlestar galactica he's done video game work he seems like a great guy and he was sporting a uh, a pretty intense dark beard at uh, at this uh, Motor City Comic Con event, and for those that follow Being Human, uh, you can tell or know from what happened in the season finale of that series uh, probably why he's got this beard going for the start of filming of uh, season three. So, uh, if you want to watch and hear the whole interview, uh, go to uh, YouTube, search for the Gorgeous Geeks, and you will uh, be able to hear the rest of it. I think it's about another three or four minutes more of that with Sam uh, for them, and, and I thank them for that uh, little audio snippet of their interview. Uh, so I'm going to also now play, they they talked to Colin Ferguson of Eureka, plays Jack Carter on there, and they, they talked to him for a little bit about Motor City Comic Con and, and Eureka and everything, and I'll play a little of that for you now as well. I'm Katrina from the Gorgeous Geeks. I'm standing here next to the one and only Colin Ferguson. How are you doing? (laughs) Now, I have to talk to you about the last episode I saw. It was Jack of All Trades. Your Fargo, (laughs) it was insanely good. I mean, the other one was good, too, but oh, my gosh. I loved it. I loved it. I loved doing it. It was was funny. We didn't have any prep time. Like, you'd think we wanted to. uh, Jamie uh, sort of broached the idea of the episode, and we're like, great, let's get together the weekend before. We'll get the script. And the episode before it was so complicated and problematic and we were still catching up little pieces from the three um, episodes that we shot prior to that so we, we had no time to prep it and we switched over in the middle of the day so it was like you know we shoot one episode till like 11 or 12 and then you know and that's a wrap on that episode here's the new script and do an impression of, of somebody so it was it was a lot of panic went into those things Oh, that's so cool, because I thought you guys maybe got around a table and we just start mimicking each other. We got lucky, is what we did. Well, you know, you've also been working with people for six years so and bitching about them, so, you you know, you go home and you do little impressions of them. So it was, it was really fun to, un, to unload that way. But I found Zane the hardest. Oh, really? 
Yeah, because he's not as, like, like Fargo's really Id idiosyncratic, you know, and he moves around a lot. Like, he's always doing this in a scene. And uh, where Zane just sort of stands there, or stands like that. Um, but, yeah, I found that, that the hardest to sort of make a difference. between. And Allison, I was sitting down. I'm reading the script. I'm like, I can't even move. Like, she's, sit she's in a bed, and then my head's in a vice. So there's, you know, it's hard to do impressions with somebody when you can't move. Well, I saw you on, on Twitter that you actually have ties to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I was a, a founding member of Detroit Second City. And uh, my dad lived in uh, Bloomfield Hills for a long time. And my sister lived in Birmingham. And I lived in uh, um, Windsor and then right downtown. So for those of you who live in downtown Detroit. <laughs> yeah, brave soul. Uh, so what was your favorite moment so far? Um, I think some of my favorite moments have probably been this season, being able to follow the live, tw the live tweeting with everybody. Um, I've been stalking the Twitter feed on, on Monday nights and sort of chatting with the fans, and it's the first time I've been not working at this time of year because we usually shoot when the show's airing. Um, so we don't have, have any ability to, you know, watch it with people or, or get any sort of response or feedback. And it's really uh, rewarding. You know, you spend six, eight months doing one thing, doing one show, to, to be able to watch it with people and get feedback. Like, oh, that worked really well. You're like, oh, oh good, yes. We, you know, it, it's like being able to do it in front of people for the first time. So it's nice. Okay, what about bloopers? Was there something funny that happened on set that sticks out in your mind? Um, no, no one thing. I mean, there's always stuff that happens sort of with every scene, but, but we had, when you're on a show like we are, that's a seven day show with, um, you know, not the biggest budget. Um, we can't just sort of throw money at things. So we, we didn't have time, uh, to screw things up, um, so much. Uh, so it's really all hands on deck when the camera's rolling and the jokes are usually afterwards when, you know, they yell cut and it's like, okay, that was hard to get through because you didn't know you were going to do that. Um, and stuff like that. Yeah, so that again is uh, Colin Ferguson talking to one of the Gorgeous Geeks. Uh, you can see their website. Uh, it is uh, thegorgeousgeeks.com or just search for them also on YouTube for the rest of those interviews. So thanks them, thanks to them for that. And uh, like I said, I, I didn't have much luck uh, getting any of the panel interviews. They had some better ones maybe on Sunday. They had Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian. Hey, what do we have here? I can't do a Lando. I can't do a Lando impression at all. So, <laughs> anyway, they had he was there on uh, Sunday giving a talk, uh, and uh, they also had uh, Nichelle Nichols talking on Sunday. But I didn't go on Sunday, so I wasn't able to get any any of that. Uh, and they had Yvonne Craig, Dean Kane was there, Peter Tork, Norman Reedus, uh, and uh, other people from lots of different shows, movies, and so forth. And it was a big, uh, big group of uh, fans. I mean, there was just a lot of fans there this year. Sometimes I think it's it's funny, you know. I always think when this kind of stuff happens in the old days, when I go to these small conventions and there'd be, you know, Star Trek fans there and, and Star Wars fans or whatever and, and things like that. But, but I mean, is everybody a geek these days? <laughs> it's like, and I think I saw somewhere there was a uh, a geek uh, geek Pride Day or something like that a couple of days ago, you know, to 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 show off your geek, you know, you fly your geek flag. So anyway, I I just it's a you know it's cool in a, in a way. Although sometimes I 
I, I kind of miss the old days of being a little more, more unique and special. But when you go to these conventions with thousands of other geeks and fans, and you see everybody in costume and all that kind of stuff, and, and it, it's just uh, it, it's surprising. And I, and I think people are finally realizing and waking up and figuring out that you know fantasy and science fiction is, is just a lot of cool, fun stuff. And you know, we were telling them that they, this this kind of thing years ago, weren't we? We were saying. Why don't you like this? You want to re- just come home and watch some police drama? That's all you want to do each night, or or, or whatever, some boring stuff like that, and and uh, or another silly reality show. I I don't know. I I just like I've always liked the different and, and unique and, and and unusual. So, uh, and and I think uh, I think other people are starting to figure that out too. So, uh, anyway, the Motor City Comic Con for this year, you know, for me it wasn't as much fun as I've had in past years. Uh, but I still enjoy it, and I'll still go next year, and uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit more video audio next year at the convention. I do want to run down for you. I was saying earlier about uh, what is coming up in your area, and there's a lot of big cons, a lot of celebrities, especially Star Trek celebrities, showing up at a lot of conventions this year. So I'm going to run down right now for you a list of these and let you uh, you know, pick maybe something that might be in your area. And it, these are going to be kind of in chronological order, I think. And you can see this, all this information I'm getting over on the Trek Movie, uh, trekmovie.com site. They have a whole list uh, of cons. Uh, I think they put this article up just a couple of days ago. So anyway, here we go. Without any further ado, just next weekend in Philadelphia, uh, Wizard World is going to have an event uh, in, in Philadelphia next uh Next weekend, from May 31st to June 3rd, you'll be able to see all five uh, TV captains, Shatner, Stewart, Brooks, Mulgrew, Bakula, uh, and also Chris Hemsworth, Thor, is going to be there, too, along with a lot of other celebrities and guests. So if you go to wizardworld.com, and you'll be able to find out all kinds of stuff about that. So uh, let's see. We've got... uh, other things, there's a Collector Mania event that's happening in uh, London over June 1st to 3rd. Nichelle Nichols and Michael Dorn are going to be there. Uh, what else? There's a uh, something called Spock Days on June 8th to 10th in Alberta, Canada. Uh, icons of Science Fiction. Here we go. Grand opening party at the EMP Museum in Seattle, Washington uh, on June 8th. Some of these are not real conventions, but they're other events and stuff. There's going to be a, an official creation entertainment con in Nashville, Tennessee, June 9th to 10th, uh, 2012, of course. Avery Brooks, Nichelle Nichols, George Takei, Jonathan Frakes, LeVar Burton, and other guests there. Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada is going to have uh, a convention on June 9th. Is it just for a day? I guess it's just for a day. I'm seeing guests including Robert Picardo. That's at nfcomiccon.com. Denver is going to have an event uh, on June 13th to 17th, uh, Denver Comic Con. Will Wheaton's going to be there, among other guests. I guess these are mostly Star Trek celebs that Trek Movie picked out, but most of these cons have a lot of other celebrities, too. Just go to uh, the individual sites, and all these, again, are listed over at uh, trekmovie.com. I'll put a link to their story in this week's podcast notes for all of you. Uh, let's see, where were we? Trek Expo, June 22nd to 24th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Jonathan Frakes and LeVar Burton. Trek Fest, Riverside, Iowa. Of course, the birthplace of Captain Kirk. That's on June 29th to 30th. Uh, Australia is going to have a cool con, con, Oz Comic Con, they're calling it. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's going to be there. Daniel Stewart, Jeffrey Combs, Armin Shimmerman. They will all be there on June 30th to July 1st in Melbourne, Australia. 
So for those listening from Australia down under, there you go. There's a convention for you to go to. Long Beach, California, looks like Moonlight Movies at the Beach, uh, a free screening of Star Trek II on July 2nd. Toronto Polaris Con uh, is happening uh, in Richmond Hill, Ontario, Canada. That's going to include, this is on July 6th, 7th, Will Wheaton, J.G. Hertzler, and Robert O'Reilly will be there. London Film and Comic Con, this is a pretty big event, I think, each year in London. This is on July 6th to 8th. Uh, this is you can find the website londonfilmandcomiccon.com jerry ryan tim russ robert duncan mcneil and jonathan frakes will be there a lot of voyager people looks like this year and of course san diego comic con in mid-july july 11th to 15th uh you know just tons of people there so i'm not going to say much more about san diego comic con yeah, more people more celebrities more guests more costumes speaking of costumes and things and pictures i did take some photos last week at, at uh, the motor city comic con i'll be putting up on my Flickr page soon there are links to my Flickr account on uh, the main website treksandsci-fi.com just search i think it's under media uh, and then images you'll see you'll be able to find it and then if you search there there's other conventions i've gone to pictures all kinds of stuff over on my Flickr account so check that out when you get a chance uh trek nation a special screening of that is happening it looks like uh at the uh, the birch north park theater on july 12th in san diego uh, and Next Generation is going to be in local theaters. On Keep an eye on your local movie theaters. July 23rd. This is a pretty cool thing, and I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. They're going to show two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, both season one episodes, to show the sort of new Blu-ray release, because it is the Blu-ray is coming out on the 24th, so I think the 23rd is a Monday night. Uh, about 600 theaters in the United States is going to do this. They're going to also have a special behind-the-scenes video of how they created these uh, these Blu-rays uh, also at this. And this reminds me, they did a few years ago when the TOS Blu-rays came out, they had a special screening of The Cage uh, in local theaters. So I'm hoping that you know most people will have a theater that's not too far away to check this out. Seeing a TNG on the big screen should be pretty fun. And that's going to happen on, again, July 23rd. And then we get into August. August has got some pretty big events. Uh, Shore Leave, an annual convention, that's happening in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Maryland, however, what am I saying? Uh, that's shore-leave.com. Are going to be Kate Mulgrew, LeVar Burton, and a lot of other Star Trek authors and, and celebrities there. That's August 3rd to 5th. Uh, there is also uh, the big Creation Vegas Star Trek convention. This is basically the biggest Star Trek convention for the year. If you really are interested to see Star Trek uh, celebs, they're going to have about 70 guests, including four of the captains. Looks like, let's see, everybody but Sir Patrick Stewart. So in Vegas and on August 9th to 12th, you've got William Shatner, Avery Brooks, Kate Mulgrew, and Scott Bakula will all be there at the Creation Vegas Con. This For Creation Convention, just go to creationent.com, and you can find their whole lineup. Also, Wizard World. There's a lot of Wizard World cons each year, so check wizardworld.com. And speaking of that, there is a Wizard World event in Chicago, which I'm very tempted to go to this one uh, since uh, it would give me a chance to visit my old buddies in Rockford. Uh, this is on August 9th, the 12th, and there's a pretty big lineup there. William Shatner, Avery Brooks, Kate Mulgrew, Scott Bakula, Jerry Ryan, and many others. And that's a Wizard World event. They have a Chicago convention, a pretty good one. I went to, uh, when I was in Rockford, I went to that one summer. It's a pretty big event. And it is usually just in a town outside of Chicago, actually, uh, not in the heart of Chicago. But they vary that a little bit, I think, each year. Fan Expo Canada, July 
20 or sorry july august 23rd these are all august events august 23rd 26th toronto uh, canada i know we've got some friends up there that listen to the show uh patrick stewart's going to be at that one that's at fanexpocanada.com dragon con this is another huge convention each year this is uh it's always i think in atlanta atlanta georgia uh if you go to uh let's see dragoncon.org is their main site that's august 31st to september 3rd we're gonna have sir patrick stewart jonathan frakes michael dorn garrett wang and others like i said this list is, is focusing on the star trek celebs but it's a good rundown of conventions for the summer since uh so there's usually just about any fairly decent sized convention there's usually going to be a star trek celebrity or two or more at the convention some are very focused on trek some it's just a a piece of the uh the whole pie so uh, so to speak so there you go. There's a rundown of the conventions, and uh, I think we're going to wrap up this podcast. I, I, I do have one last thing that I want to go over with you. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's coming up on Treks in Sci-Fi, and I need to open up my link to uh, to the site and, and pull up my list because I don't have it memorized. I have it kind of memorized. <laughs> but if you go to treksinsci-fi.com, and you go to uh, the podcast info link, the main on, on the menu. And then the last link, it says upcoming podcast schedule. And this will run down. It's just an ongoing list that I update. This talks about what's coming up on, on the podcast uh, each. Uh, usually I try to update it monthly. So you, you'll see all the June, just about all the June podcasts coming up right now on here. Okay, next weekend, it's going to be a guest show with Rick Moyer and Chris. Uh, these guys are going to do a look at the entire Planet of the Apes franchise, uh, which is a big, uh, big hunk to, to bite off and, and to chew on to, to cover all that. And I know these guys already recorded it, so I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't had a chance to listen. Rick already sent me the, uh, the, the download link and everything, so I've got the episode ready to go for you next weekend on June 3rd. June 10th, I'll be back uh, and looking at a two-part DS9 episode uh, called The Maquis, which I've wanted to cover for, for a long time. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty involved episode, two-parter, and I want to do it justice. So that'll be on June 10th. June 17th, we're going to have the Alien Brothers. We're going to call them the Alien Brothers. How's, how do you guys like that? The Alien Brothers, the Alien Boys are going to be back. Al and Brian, and they're going to cover the third Alien movie, the, the much maligned and, and, and poo-pooed uh, Alien 3 movie. And, uh, I, you know, I there's things about that movie that are like, I actually like Alien 4 quite a bit. Alien Resurrection, that's the name of it, right? I actually like that one quite a bit, a lot more than most people. But uh, Alien 3, they're going to cover on June 17th for all of you. And on June 24th, I'm going to try to pop these kinds of things in a little more often because they, they are kind of near and dear to my heart. But I've done Forbidden Planet. I've done other older sci-fi classic movies. But on June 24th, I'm going to look at the classic sci-fi film from the 50s, This Island Earth, which has got some just fun, cool stuff in it, and it's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. So that is uh, what's coming up on Treks and Sci-Fi. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. A little different, not not uh, like you're looking at a Trek episode or a movie or TV show, uh, just a kind of a grab bag of things, talked about conventions and all that. So please, a couple last-minute uh, comments. Please join our Facebook page over uh, Facebook groups uh, slash Treks and Sci-Fi. 
Also, uh, donations to the podcast are always welcome. There are links to that on the main treksandsci-fi.com webpage. And also reviews for uh, iTunes for the podcast are always great to have, too. So that's it, everyone. Have a great uh, Memorial Day weekend, depending on when you download this and listen. If you are in the States, happy Memorial Day weekend. And I will talk to you in about two weeks. Next week, the Apes guys are going to be here, Rick and Chris, to talk about Planet of the Apes. And uh, I will see you and talk to you very soon. Enjoy the nice weather. Everyone take care. Bye-bye for now. (laughs) Oh, silly me. One last thing I forgot about. I forgot to talk to you about the Seeing Battleship movie. Uh, Basically, uh, on a a scale, you know, a 1 to 10 scale, I give it about a 7.5, maybe 8. I thought the movie was better than I had thought. I'm sorry I forgot about talking about this. Uh, It's got a lot of action, a lot of special effects. The one thing I will say about the movie is is I thought the actors and and the, you know, how they performed in the movie, and they didn't do any really dumb things. Sometimes in these kind of popcorn kind of movies they do some dumb stuff and it's just kind of goofy but i thought they did a pretty good job and they didn't overplay the whole battleship game thing in it there's a little hint of that in there so if you like this kind of stuff you know hey go check out battleship at your local theaters i know it's not been making very much money not been doing very well avengers seem to be crushing everything in its wake you know but uh but anyway a uh, battleship uh, i enjoyed it i thought it was worth going to see it at the theater so that's it take care everyone i'll talk to you in a couple of weeks uh and uh please tune in next week for the guest show about the planet of the apes with rick and chris and uh, i will talk to you again soon bye bye for now again <laughs>
Production.